0: Hey guys, it's Kat. So before today's episode starts, I wanted to plug my Patreon. By contributing every month, you'll get access to exclusive episodes and creative content. The funding helps me afford new equipment and a better listening experience for you. The link to that Patreon is going to be www.patreon.com slash I'll leave that link in the description below, but if uninterested, enjoy today's episode. Bye. Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey guys. Welcome to Brain Food. This is episode 23 of season two. Life is really testing me right now, guys. I just filmed a entire episode about, I don't even know, was it like 20 minutes ago? It was like a 40 minute podcast and I go and my fucking laptop dies and I'm like, you know, this has happened before and like I go into like my media files and it's like everything is wiped. So I'm going to record another episode right now, and honestly, what I talked about in the last episode fits perfectly into what just happened, and I'm actually okay with it. A little bit stressed out for the past 20 minutes, but you know what? I'm just going to redo it, and we're going to talk about it, and it's going to be fine. So, hey guys, sorry. Um, ugh, The last one was like such a good episode too, but it's okay. Last episode, um, you know... The one I just recorded, I, I I really just talked about like, you know, how not to get too comfortable and, you know, how things play out when you start to, you know, not consistent, but when you start to become too comfortable in the way that you do things and you're not really challenging yourself anymore and, you know, how many times you get up and, you know, what just happened right now was perfect timing because if that didn't just happen to me, like, I don't think I would have, uh, you know, tried again and, you know, recorded this again. I think I would have just gotten really pissed off. And just turn off my laptop and try it again tomorrow, possibly, and maybe not even have posted. Um, but, you know, I want to, you know, we'll talk again about, you know, getting comfortable and how that plays out. So, hey, guys. Hi, again. Um, now I feel all talked out and everything, but, you know, it'll be fine. I just had a really good salad. It was spinach, peppers, red onions, chickpeas, lemon juice, olive oil, salt, pepper. It was good um today's my well tomorrow's my grandfather's birthday but I'm going to his little birthday dinner today I have things to look forward to um I finished my winter course which was really great um it wasn't but I got an 88 in the class which is good for me for math finally done with that and then I leave on Sunday and then I'll be back in the city again for another semester um I ended my semester with 3.9 which felt honestly so great um but yeah wait I'm gonna move my chair back I'm going to move it back. I'm moving it back right now and put my legs up. But uh, basically, what I want to talk about today is getting too comfortable in your surroundings and your routine of doing things and whether or not it's helpful or not. So for the past four months, I feel like I have completely shut off my emotions personally. I think, and I've talked about this before, basically what happened was I got sober when I was 16 and, you know, 17 years old. And um that really changed the trajectory of my entire life. If I'm going to be honest, I think that will be forever something that changed my life and really became self-aware in that moment of, you know, what I was doing, what I was doing to my life, the people around me, how I was hurting myself mentally, physically, emotionally. Just everything was going downhill. And I think that switch that went off in me, I think, I don't think that's anything short of... um coincidental I think that that was you know what was supposed to happen and that was faith um I was really consistent for a year I was eating right I was you know making friends I I wasn't being as social as I usually was because I realized that you know I am a I am a social person but I tend to get myself in trouble because I trust people that I'm not supposed to or, you know, my sometimes I have a big mouth and I can't keep things to myself and I really wanted to work on that. And I and I basically, you know, not put myself in solitude, but I, I kind of, you know, shut my mouth and listened to people for once and tried to understand people. Instead of, you know, looking for a friend all the time, I was just silent and, you know, kind of try to listen to people more because I do struggle with that. And, you know, that's why I have this podcast so I can talk. Um, I lived a pretty silent life. For that year, I, I I was pretty private about, you know, my own growth. You know, I, I would come on here and talk about it, but I wasn't really. When you would meet me, it wasn't something. I was really talking about 24-7, like if you asked me, I'd talk about it, but. I was just on my own journey when it came to those things, and I was staying super consistent and I was happy, you know, not that I'm not happy now, but it's just a different feeling now. Um, I think I'd never had, you know, a good friend up until that year, my senior year of high school when I was 17. I I don't think I ever had a friend who really cared about me, who really respected what kind of person I was, the behaviors that I, you know, would do. And, you know, they were just not that they were okay with it, but they just understood. And I think that's all I was ever really looking for was someone who just understood and didn't even like. They didn't like it or, you know, they didn't care. Like it was just like, I understand why you are the way that you are. And I think that's all I've ever really looked for in a friend. And I think that was really helpful in my process. Um and even when struggle came during that time, I I wasn't I wasn't throwing up my hands and, and giving up. Like, you know, of course, like I was frustrated and I would get upset, but I've always had a I don't think I've ever really given up. I just think I would make too much of a big thing out of it and would go the complete opposite direction of where I was supposed to be heading. If I did mess up, I would go, you know, left field and make a decision that really messed up everything and probably ended up what I wanted in the first place. But the process was never right. I always cheated my way through things. I always found, you know, a, sh- a shortcut or the way that you're not supposed to go. Um and I'd finally found a place in my life during that time where I'm like, okay, like, this is what stability feels like. This is what, you know, being grounded feels like. This is what everybody's talking about when you start to become an adult. Like, this is what everyone's talking about. I had all these goals and ambitions, and I still have those things, but we're going to talk about how the past few months have gone. And, you know, how, you know, if you're going through it yourself, how we're going to fix it, how we're going to work through it. Um, I was aspiring to go to this college in the city for, you know, art and I needed good grades, so I worked hard towards that, and I wanted, you know maybe do modeling, so I was eating right, I was going to the gym every day, I was journaling every day, just expanding my mind and trying to learn as much as I could and just help myself and keep myself there. Um, because I think my driving force during that time, whether I knew it or not, was to erase everyone's memory of the type of person I was, and even erase the memory myself, of myself, to myself of like. You know, if if you become, like, this great person and this this great, you know, idol that people can look up to and you can help all these people, then they won't remember what kind of person that you were. And I think that's what caused um, a little bit of a a lull in the past couple of months because I realized that uh, back in uh, August of, like, you know, my drive got me to where I was, but was I driving, you know, was I doing things for the wrong reasons? And I think that's why I started to feel like, Have this existential crisis of my personality of like, okay, what do I really want? Like, what do I what do I want to do? Like, I've done everything that you know I said that I was going to do to everyone, but you know, let's talk to myself for a second. Let's 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 you know delve into my own mind and ask myself, okay, what do I want? You know, because I've been I've been comfortable, I've been stable, and everyone thinks that I'm stable because I actually am stable, but I was only being stable so other people could think that about myself but I wasn't I think I started off doing it for myself and I liked the reaction that I got so I started to keep that up so other people knew that I was okay because even though I was okay and I was feeling great for myself I was also making sure that other people thought the same of me as well and you know I'm not gonna lie like I, I liked the positive attention because I was so used to negative attention positive attention was a change and I and I liked that and, and that that's what kept me going was people were like wow, cat? Like you're doing so great. You're glowing. Blah blah blah. Like whatever it was. Like I that wasn't my 100% main driving force, but it was a lot of it. And I think that's where the problem arose. Was when I you know accomplished all these goals that I that I had set for myself. I would had really nowhere else to go, and now I'm just stuck with these coping mechanisms that were only good for reaching those goals. Okay, so like then the problem was what do I do after how am I going to create new coping skills that was so much work that was so much that took so much out of me and now that I've accomplished this working hard for something like that ever again is 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 scary not that I can't do it but it's scary and it's daunting and I didn't I didn't know how to approach that because now I'm an adult and I don't want to ask my parents for guidance even though that they'd always give me you know guidance I didn't want to ask for help because I do struggle with that as well so I worked my ass off that whole summer when it when it came to like work for money I worked every almost every day and if not every day I was working five days a week 14 hours a day and I made all this money and I was I was ready for going to college and that that summer it's weird When, when you think back of like senior year of high school like you know when i was a kid i thought that those were going to be the best days of my life and they were the best days of my life for different reasons and it's weird to think about that you know how much you change as a person because when i was a little kid like all i all i wanted to be was you know friends with friends with people and it never turned out that way in any point of my life um ever so when my junior year came and, you know, I had that that revelation of, like, I need to fucking switch what's going on right now. Um, I worked on myself and, and and people started coming to me because I was doing something positive with my life. So my dream did come true in a sense, but not for the reasons that I thought they would come true and, you know, thought that they would be. And that's just life. That's the human condition to, you know, reflect like that. But let's talk about getting too comfortable i i i had i had i've i've had this routine and it's still i still feel it scratching on the edge of my brain sometimes like when i first my first couple months of sobriety i'd wake up at 5:30 sometimes 4:30 get up go to the gym ride my bike to the gym which was like 3 miles it took me like 10 15 minutes to get there ride my bike every day ride it back um and this was over the summer. So so then I, you know, I'd meal prep, I'd eat, I'd, you know, do some work, watch you know, or watch a movie or write or do something that was, you know, Zen and like would help me in my my healing stage or whatever. And, you know, I look back at that now and I don't find it stupid. I just did so much to make sure that I was OK, which I'm grateful that I did the work because I feel better now. But it's just weird because I'd, I'd never do some of those things that I did now. like I was like literally like had crystal I would sleep with crystals on my head and on my hands and like thought it was Jesus Christ, like I wouldn't I wouldn't do that now, but I have different coping mechanisms um but I, I'd go up, I'd get I'd go to the gym, and you know, at that point I was trying to lose weight because I was still a little bit, you know, I wasn't overweight, but I, I still needed to lose some weight from when from what I was a couple of months prior. Go to the gym. I'd meal prep. I'd I'd take a shower. I I I wasn't using like preservatives in my in my in my shampoo and like a bunch of weird wacky like granola shit that I just I don't think I'd do now. But that's what it was. And I'd go to work. I'd get home at ten, and then I'd do it all over again the next day. And that was what my life was for for months and months and months. So when summer came, of that following year that I went through that whole year doing that. I would go to the gym and I'd try new little coffee shops and write in my journal and, and write, which was not a bad thing. I still do those things, but I was so incessant with my schedule. And and if I didn't if I didn't follow that schedule, if I miss a little step, if I miss something, my whole day would be ruined, which is which is why we're gonna talk about not getting too comfortable because then shit like that happens. So when well, my whole schedule changed and I didn't I didn't have school and that that summer and, you know, instead of working, Half of the day, I worked the whole day. I would work from 11 to closing, which was like 11. I'd get home at like 12, and that's like 12, 13 hours a day. And I'd go to the gym before my doubles sometimes. And I just, I was exhausted. And I thought being exhausted meant I was doing something good, which in theory, the struggle is always part of the process, right? always is it should be it should be a very important part of it but if I'm always exhausted and struggling and tired that's not even grinding anymore like you can grind for like a month and then take a little you know break for a day and then grind again but I never gave myself a break you know break a break for me was a sign of weakness was a sign of oh you're regressing cat and you know my biggest fear at that time even now sometimes when I think about it is people thinking of me the way, like, people thinking of me the way they thought about me when I was, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old. And that is, like, rock bottom for me. If I ever, ever get close, even, like, a step closer to that point ever in my life. And I think that is what's restricting me, you know? Because during that time, like, as, as much as, like, I was not making good decisions. I was taking risks. I I was I was doing crazy shit even though it was bad. I was taking risks. And I feel like I started to lose some of that when I when I started th- this this journey or whatever you want to call it. When I started to, you know, take care of myself more or less. Um I started to lose my sense of of spunk and taking risks and trying new things. And it was just always like work, 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 work. You can have fun. You can be rewarded with fun after you, you know, work, which is true. But to the point I was doing it to, it was like, you know, taking a nap was a reward. And, you know, doing normal things to let your body rest was a reward. And discipline like that is great for if you're like an Olympic runner and if, if you're like, doing crazy stuff if you're like doing crazy stuff and but for 17 18 year old girl like it's just not necessary you know you know it's great that I that I had work ethic like that and I have work ethic like that I'm capable of doing that again always I'm always capable of doing it because I've done it but you know as a growing as a growing teenager and adult it's just not healthy to hold yourself to that standard and you know you can have dreams and ambitions and and not act like that because then you become obsessive and you start to you start to become too comfortable in your ways and, and then you get super stubborn when change happens and and changes is, is part of life changes is, is a crucial part of who we are as a human race and i don't know I just I I think I'd taken it too far when it came to the extent of how far I pushed myself because pushing yourself is is good. And if you're on the complete opposite side of this pole, like maybe you're in a deep depression and you can't get out of bed and, and no matter how many times you literally try to get out of bed, you try to do something with your life, something bad happens and you just you just give up and you get worse. And worse and worse and worse. And anybody who tries to defy you and question you about why you are the way that you are, you get defensive. And my answer to that is just try a new thing every day. Because, you know, if, if, if you really think about it. When I was doing really, really bad and I was having a hard time, what changed me, what, what, what made that light switch go off was trying something new, trying a new diet. And, you know, then going to the gym, that's a change of environment. And then drinking more water, like just little things, trying a new coffee shop, trying a new route to work, trying something different every day, even if it's little, will become a domino effect. I think the problem that I have right now is that I'm so used to doing one thing and working towards one thing is that it's all conjumbled into one piece now and I can't imagine my life without being the way that it is now. And I'm not taking risks anymore. And I'm not questioning myself anymore. It's just I've become a stubborn person about my schedule. And it doesn't affect anybody around me. But it affects the way I feel about myself. And that could potentially affect the people around me. Because then I I can become abrasive or quiet. And I had not a hard time my first semester. But I was very quiet and i don't consider myself a quiet person i consider myself reserved but i don't consider myself quiet cuz when i do open my mouth i'm not quiet and i found myself to be very robot like which scared me because i i I knew, I knew it about myself i knew that it was happening and i was still sticking to my routine even though i had no, it was either I had no motion, and I was just going through the motions every single day, doing the same shit every day, not progressing, not making any progress, and not... You know, I was stable. I was alive. I was doing things, but I didn't feel any satisfaction towards what I was doing. And that might be, a, you know, a case of what I was majoring, and maybe I didn't like it. But when it came to, you know, things that I enjoyed doing, I didn't, I didn't feel... Anything. It was either I didn't feel anything, and then when I thought about something too hard, I would cry. It was just that it was nothing, or I was crying. And I, I think I had bottled up everything inside of me, and it was just like you have to work, you have to work, you have to work. And if you're not, then you're a failure, and you're weak, and you know even crying is weak, and you're not, you know. It was just always something. Like I, like my mind always went to if something didn't go to schedule, my mind went to you're, you're, you know, you're regressing. And that's that's what I'm talking about is too much of anything is bad. And I've said that more times than I can count on my fingers is that too much of anything is bad. So if you're, if you're sleeping too much and, and you're stuck and you're in a depression and you can't get out of bed, you don't shower, you don't do anything. There's no way that makes anybody feel good, even if you're unaware of it. It just it will get to you at some point. My experience was... I was working myself too hard to a point of so I couldn't feel my emotions so I didn't so I didn't have to think about things because I was so ashamed of the person that I was and I still do it sometimes I'll see an old picture of myself and be like oh my god ew look at me like how gross I was and like I'm not ashamed of that girl anymore Yes, I did some stupid things and maybe I'm a little bit embarrassed and I for good reason because some of the shit that came out of my mouth, some of the things that I was doing, I should be ashamed of and but I'm not I'm not letting her control me anymore. I'm not letting her I'm not letting her pain take over me and make my decisions for me anymore because in my head like at least now and what I'm working towards and what I have been for the past two weeks and with with journaling and, you know, writing things down and reading is. I'm allowed to fuck up, you know, that's what life is. I'm allowed to make mistakes. I'm allowed to change. I'm allowed to. That's what life is. Life is about. Making making bad decisions, making good decisions, changing your schedule, changing your environment and. I, th- I think I felt trapped. I started to feel trapped, which made me feel upset, which made me feel angry, which is why I'd been not, I haven't been all over the place for the past couple of months, but I've been out of, I've been in a lull for the past four months. I've, I've felt weird. And, you know, I've been trying to like put a name on how I feel. It's like, oh, because, blah, blah, blah. No, oh, because it's the past. It's like, no, it it's because I've been doing the same damn shit every two, for the, every day for the past two years, I haven't had any change in my life other than moving to New York. Now I just, you know, put my schedule that I had at home in the city and then got used to that. So now every time I get a change in my life, every time I move somewhere new and every time I, you know, have something different in my life, I freak the fuck out. You know, because I can adapt pretty well, but I'll have a, I'll have a temper tantrum and I'll have a, an emotional breakdown before it gets normal, which is not a good thing, you know? Because, like I said, I can adapt well, but I'll probably cry before it happens. And that's not a good coping mechanism. It's just not. And I know it's not. And I want to work towards for it to get better. And I know it's going to get worse before it's getting get better. But at least I'm working towards something now. Now I'm working towards a goal again. And, you know, it's it's strange. And it's... It's a weird feeling because I'm not I'm not having a bad time and I'm not doing badly, but I'm also not doing good because I'm not feeling, you know, satisfied with my life. And maybe that's, you know, adulthood and maybe every adult feels like that. And maybe every young, you know, young adult feels that way. But it's a real thing that I'm going through and I want to vocalize it because it is important for people to hear. Because if I feel this way, then I know a million people feel this way. Um I just think it's, it's, it's important to try new things as much as you can, you know, because I'm not, when it comes to like technical stuff, that's not my forte, you know, I'm trying to edit and learn how to edit, like even with the audio thing, like I'm probably, I'll probably be able to find that within the next two weeks, like the audio file that got missing, that got missing, imagine, (laughs) that got lost, but I don't know how to find it because I'm not a computer person, so I don't know how to like Look for it the right way. I just looked up twenty tutorials and couldn't find anything. And I'm trying to work on my patience as well because I do struggle with that. I do struggle with being impatient and thinking that things happen in you know a month or a week, and you know they're really supposed to take years. And I'm just I need it now. I need it now. And I you know I'm working hard towards it, and I'm trying to fall in love with the process again because my life for the past two years it's had its ups and downs, and like now I'm kind of in the middle right now. I'm not in in an up or a down, but. I'm never, I'm, I'm never upset with my life. I don't think I've, I don't think, in the past two years, I've ever been like, wow, like my life is sad, my life is mundane, my life is, is boring. I'm doing nothing with my life because I am doing things with my life. It maybe it's just not, I'm not doing them to the extent that I want them to. But I've never been like my life is a failure. I might feel that way sometimes, but genuinely, I never felt that way. Um. So for anyone who's in a lull, anyone who's in a depression or, you know, even if they're doing good and they're just listening to this to get another perspective that. Just try something new every day. Write a list of three things that, you know, you find beautiful in that day. That's what I've been doing is, find you know, finding three things that you find beautiful and then writing about them. And, you know, it's, the answers are going to be different every day. Um you know, trying a new food every day, maybe trying a new diet, trying a new work schedule, you know, maybe waking up a little bit later, waking up a little bit earlier. Just anything. And, you know, the rest will fall into place. And, you know, that's really how I feel about that, um, especially. And if anybody who's in a depression, this is this is what I have to say to you, because I, I, I am someone who deals with depression. I I, I do deal with Um, depressive episodes and I haven't had an extreme one in, in a couple of years but when it comes to depression the first thing that the first three things that are the most important about you know getting out of depression or trying to work towards getting out of a depression is one your physical body so exercise even if it's if it's literally walking down the street just get outside and move your body around a little bit physical you know stimulation is your physical body so it's exercise eating right try to have a vegetable or you know a couple of vegetables every day even if it's frozen vegetables even if it's a vegetable inside like you know a cheeseburger or something like that like try to get as much nutrients and vegetables as you can and you know people always have the excuse of like you know it's too much money you know it's like no it's not expensive to eat healthy at all if anything it's it's cheaper so you know not to say you don't have an excuse there but you don't so it's just about drive so the minute that you start taking care of your physical body so that means you know the two things that I said and sleep is probably the biggest one as a growing teen or you know anybody listening to this you should be getting at least seven hours of sleep or more I get like six and a half seven and when I get anything less than seven I have a horrible day I have I feel like shit even if like I wake up at the you know ass crack of dawn and I have a pre-workout and a coffee I still won't feel good I still won't wake up and you know be productive that day but try to get as much sleep as you can drink a lot of water just take care of your physical body and then you know your mental state will come in and your mental and your emotional state and all of those things will tend to take care of themselves by themselves But taking care of your physical body is probably the most important thing that a human being can do. You don't have to work out. You don't have to be a gym rat to take care of your body. Just eat right, you know. And, you know, eating right, I don't want to say it's not hard because it is hard, you know. Because I've dealt with eating disorders my whole life. And once you get into the groove of it, once you try one thing and you you start to see results, you start to see change. There's that change again. You start to see change and it's a positive change and it's something that you've wanted for a long time. You'll start to feel a lot better. So this is your motivation for the day. And if you're hearing this right now and you have the opportunity to go outside and take a walk, go take a walk. Even It's fucking raining out right now and it's snowy and I'm probably going to go for a run after this. Just go outside, take a walk, put some music or put some music on and or, or you're gonna listen to this, or you're gonna listen to something. Another thing is, you know, learning is try to learn a new thing every day. I put on this sounds really fucking stupid, but I put on the Joe Rogan podcast every day when I wake up. It's the first thing that I listen to, and it has been for the past two months. I like Joe Rogan, but it's not because, you know, it's not I don't watch it because I find it funny, and it's not because I watch it because he's a stand-up comic. I watch it because of the guests. I think Joe Rogan's ability to have such versatile guests on his show and not even from, you know, the comedy world. He has people in the medical field and, you know, criminal justice. He has detectives, FBI. He has cops on there, people from the Army, the Navy. He has, you know, scientists. He has historians. He has artists. He has all these separate people in separate groups and who are so drastically different. And they all have something interesting to say and be like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Or, oh, like, I have a book, so go read it. And I go and buy the book. I bought my mom this book about um, Charles Manson and how they thought they were experimenting on him. And this guy been working on the case for, like, 20 years. He wrote a book about it. I bought it from my mom. And then we learned about that together. Just learning something new every day because the term bullshit knowledge, unless it's actual bullshit knowledge, like, did you know there's 75 quarters in that jar over there? Like, that's bullshit knowledge. But knowing, like... The perspective of another human being and, you know, them being experienced enough for you to be like, oh, like they know what they're talking about. Like learning knowledge like that is probably the most important thing that anyone can do. So knowledge is power. Take care of your body. Um, I know it's not as easy as, you know, just snapping your fingers and that just happening. I'm just saying if you're having a hard time, the first step that you can make is to make a change in your life. For me it was it was drinking and smoking weed. Vaping came last because that was the hardest thing for me to quit. I started with the easiest. Weed is was the easiest thing for me to quit. I never had like I was never addicted to weed. It was just something that was easy and it was cheap and it got me high. I didn't need weed. I the second thing for me was alcohol because alcohol was a little bit harder for me to quit. And you know, it was easy. It was, again, it was easy access. So it was a little bit tougher for me to quit because I I enjoyed drinking. I didn't enjoy smoking as much as I enjoyed drinking. And it was a different type of, you know, experience to drink than it is to smoke. So drinking was a little bit harder for me. I poured all my shit down the toilet. I, you know, smashed the bottles. It was a whole, like, thing that I did. Um, and vaping was the last one for me because that was the hardest thing for me to knock. I would probably went through, like, three packs of cigarettes a week and i was vaping on top of that and i was smoking weed so my physical body i was destroying every single day and i don't want to be like miss anti vape because like you know what i'll be miss anti vape because if you smoke cigarettes that's a little bit better if you're smoking um i mean if you're vaping because vaping in my opinion is like probably the worst thing for you unless you're doing like hardcore crack or DMT like vaping is really bad for you and it i was a um I was a well-respected athlete in my youth and when I was a kid and when I was in middle school and the minute that I started vaping I was a varsity athlete when I was 13 years old and I had to quit the next year because I was vaping and it affected me that drastically that I wasn't able to run anymore after being able to run a 550 mile. I couldn't even run a nine-minute mile so that was from vaping that was from smoking cigarettes that was from you know doing things like that nicotine was probably the hardest thing that I've ever had to quit other than um you know, you know, various sorts of pills. That was a really hard one. But that's a different type of um, withdrawal for me, at least. With opioids and, you know, Xanax and stuff like that, that's a physical withdrawal where you're like sweating and, you know, crying and having cold sweats. Like nicotine is like you get like an itchy anger because you don't have it. So things like that, making a change in your life. Let's say that you overeat and you have a problem with you know binge eating and you you know starve yourself all day and then you eat a bunch at night or you eat a bunch all day and then you starve like it's just whatever it is if you struggle with eating um portion your meals do meal prep because it's first of all it's fun to do because you don't have to eat it while you're making it um and then it's all prepped for you the next day and you don't and you know that it's enough food and it's a well proportioned size of food for you and this is another thing. I don't think I've ever been obese and I don't think I've ever been drastically overweight, but I was overweight at one time. I was 220 pounds, 225 pounds when I was 16. And, you know, I was 6'2", so, you know, it wasn't that bad, but I was overweight and I looked overweight. wasn't strong. I was smoking every day, so I looked like shit. My skin looked like shit. I looked like shit. I was a shitty person. I couldn't run for my life. Um, I was eating horribly. I remember I used to eat like every day I used to eat this. I used to eat two packs of ramen noodles with like Kraft like shredded cheese on the top with like hot sauce and an egg. And that was like my lunch like every day. And then I'd smoke and then I'd eat a bunch after that. And um, that was my diet. I don't think I like a lot of times I would eat breakfast and then I would get really high at night and then fall asleep. So like the food that I was eating was shit, and then I wasn't eating a lot between that because I was sleeping or I was doing something else. So, proportioning, you know, having good proportional meals and eating right, the right food, and it's it guys, it's really not an expensive thing. Buy frozen vegetables, buy buy frozen berries, and then buy frozen quinoa and buy frozen rice. It's like super cheap compared to like making all of that homemade. You just make it in the microwave, and it tastes good. Um. Learning how to cook has been a great thing for me as well. I forgot that I even brought that up. Like, learning how to cook was a major change in my life. Because I've always liked to cook, but I've, I've never cooked for myself on a daily basis. And that's something that I've enjoyed doing a lot. So, just little changes like that, guys. Making a change in your life. Not becoming too comfortable with things. And being able to experience new things. And being able to handle it. Is an important thing. Um, I have Dion on. I'm tired. Um but basically I, I also wanted to tell you guys about my short film. I just came out with my short film and it's on YouTube and I'm gonna post it on Instagram probably either today or tomorrow. Um, that was a great experience. That was probably the highlight of my of my college experience so far. Um, you know, go support everyone who helped me out. It was just it just meant so much to me and I, I, I say everything in the link in the description and you know about that film, but it was just it was just so great. For me to do that, and it opened my eyes to a lot of stuff, and I'm just eternally grateful for my one of my first projects, so um, I have a lot of stuff new- coming, you know with season three, season three. it will be out sometime in February, and I'm working on some stuff with that right now and um, I can't believe I just had to redo this whole episode, but I'm fine, it'll be fine um, but I think I'm gonna end it there, guys, because I think today was a great episode, even though I had to record it again. I feel like it was a little bit better. I talked about some stuff that I actually wanted to talk about. And uh, I appreciate everyone who listens, you know, takes time out of their day to listen to what I have to say. I appreciate it greatly. Um, And I'll see you guys next Tuesday or the Tuesday after that Tuesday. I'll see you guys in two weeks. All right. Bye.